What's up, guys? It's the Endless Boss Battle Podcast. Not sure which episode we're on, but the episode 10? What's up, guys? It's double digits. Very cool. Um, Sorry about uh, the couple weeks we took off. We needed to watch some stuff for future episodes and kind of get together what we wanted to do to be there with you guys more often or whatever. But um, this episode, I have been hitting up the forums on my anime list and have found a couple great questions. Um, This isn't just going to be questions that I found. If you guys have anything that you want to ask, we'll hop in there and check it out and answer as best as we can. But um, as always, it's Scuba and Snorlaxicus. And... um, yeah, I guess uh, I guess we'll go ahead and hop into them. Uh, okay. <clears throat> Snorlaxicus, what is your general opinion on seasonal anime? And do you understand the people that feel the opposite way? Um, so, okay, so for me, uh, for a while... I only watched completed anime. And it wasn't because I didn't want to get into seasonal anime. It was more because of... uh, I don't like the feeling of being super hyped for something and then having to wait a week to find out what happens next. I like (laughs) just going into it and like uh, finishing it all in one sitting for the most part. So, when I started watching seasonal anime, the first few months were, like, torture. Because I just wanted to find out what was going on. That's, like, when I started with season one, uh, My Hero Academia, and I got finished with, like, five episodes, and there's nothing else, so I had to read the manga. Um, Oh, yeah. But now that I've been watching seasonal anime for two or three years, uh, I kind of got over it. So, I can definitely see why people uh, wouldn't want to, because uh, I've been there. But, um, I, for the most part, enjoy seasonal anime, and I feel like it was really beneficial uh, to me to watch seasonal anime as it comes out, because I can be a part of the discussion. Exactly. I think that the discussion's definitely like the biggest part. Like, um, like that's got to be the the peak of it. Also, the nostalgia factor. Yeah. Like the idea of you like coming home from school and watching like Yu Gi Oh or whatever. You're like, man, can't wait to check out that new Dororo or the Promised Neverland or whatever. Also, it's cool because like, um. It's neat to see, to be able to say that you were there when it was airing every week, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, imagine uh, if Promise Neverland really does end up being one of the biggest things. Like, we could be like, yeah, we were there <laughs> like in the very beginning. Yeah, it's definitely one of those uh, where you're like, yeah, I agree with that. You've been here since the beginning, you're like one of the OG fans. And then it's mm-hmm. cool when people like want to get into something that you watched, um, and you can like 
discuss it with them because you like you can discuss how it made you felt based on having to wait each week and like you're exactly it's a whole nother factor yeah and like the theories that you would come up with with like what was going to happen versus what like actually happened i feel you just don't have enough time to do that when you like sit down and watch a whole show by yourself in like one city exactly like i feel like when we message each other uh like when we're like when i was watching like gurren lagon and i was watching it all the way through instead of weekly obviously but um is like i would just share my thoughts as i was going and it definitely doesn't feel the same as like you know we're both we both uh, caught up to a show and we're just like man what's going to happen next week yeah <laughs> <laughs> and uh it's like um that's yeah, really cool i think that the the only thing that can kind of ruin a seasonal anime is like source readers yeah <laughs> like the manga dude that's like oh you're not ready for what's about to happen it's like (laughs) no (laughs) yeah 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 but also like uh also like let me enjoy it (laughs) yeah Yeah, i don't know there's a way to be a manga reader without being uh that guy i think yeah for sure (laughs) all right next question with uh the ton of hate that the isekai genre has managed to have but still maintains one of the best shows of basically every season lately um what is your honest opinion on the isekai genre uh so well first uh um for anyone that doesn't know the isekai is like basically just characters character or characters transported to another universe (laughs) and uh, i think that's basically it right like there doesn't have to have anything else going on right it doesn't have to have like a video game style or anything it's pretty much just transported to another world some of them have video game styles some of them are fantasy settings not all of them have to be fantasy settings uh a majority of the characters are like teenagers. Um, you rarely get ones where it's like an adult, except for like Shield Hero. That dude was like in college. Yeah. So, um, I don't know, man. My <clears throat> my honest opinion is that it's working and people love it. I guess. And they're making shows. The thing with it is, people in the West don't like it that much because it just seems like a trope that's used over and over and over again. And for me, personally, the shows that it's used in usually just turn into harems. And I'm not a big fan of harems. So, um, typically, I don't like the series because of that. And... Most of the time, there's only been a few where the story building was, like, actually good. Um, I'll... Okay, so hit me with hit me, hit me with uh, isekai that you think are, I guess, uh, leaning more towards bad and leaning more towards good. So, what are, what are the top ones? We got uh, Overlord, Sword Art, Shield Hero, uh, Slime, ReZero... Um, okay, so Slime, I'll start with Slime, since that's the most recent one in my head. Um, Slime started out pretty good, I'm gonna say. I thought it started out good, 
the main character was pretty funny. Uh, everything that happened seemed all right. Uh, it just started to devolve into like nothing happening midway through it. So yeah. I'm gonna have to say. Slime is a good isekai if you're just wanting something that goes slow and has, like, a main character that never gets beat and is a comedy. Uh, I also think it's sort of on the, um, it's like an alternative to Amnesia. Yeah. So it's like, you know... Of course, uh, we want all of our anime main characters to not have any uh, backstory at all. But we don't want to use amnesia because it's used in everything. So if we transport him to another world, he's not going to know anything about that world. And all we really have to say about the dude is that he was, like, a neat, you know? Yeah, I feel like... (laughs) doing shit in life before going to this world and then quickly he finds out that this world was better off for him than the real world and he he he's been fighting all this time to get back to the real world but little does he know he just wants to stay here yeah (laughs) yeah dude i don't know man like isekais for me just it, it ain't they ain't for me man uh I feel like in Japan they're like pretty like pretty popular. I think it might might just be one of those cultural differences or like you know like when a bunch of people like something like for example in America you got dudes that like the Marvel movies like nonstop. They're like 300% fans of that. But in other parts of the world people don't like superheroes because they don't think they're that cool. So like it it could run around it could run around like that uh with the ones you listed really quickly um slime is okay if i'm going to i'm just going to do a 1 out of 10 rating on terms of like how good i think it is not like the actual rating i would give it so okay. this is like a 1 out of 10 in terms of enjoyment um slime i'd give a 5 it's okay um sword art sword art's tough because when I first watched it, I liked it, and then it started to get bad, and then wasn't good, and then it became good again. So it's <laughs> makes sword art great again. <laughs> it's uh, I'd probably give it around a five too. It's okay. It's worth watching at least. Um, but it's not my favorite. Uh, shows like Konosuba, I'm giving like an eight or a nine. Oh yeah, like. Those shows are they okay? When an isekai makes fun of itself for being an isekai that well, uh, it, that's good. It's really good. Yeah. Um, some shows I do like. Shield Hero, I do like. I'd give that about a seven. Uh, I'd give. Uh, let's see. I did Slime, Shield Hero, uh, Konosuba, Overlord, Overlord. Overlord um. Overlord's rough. There, none of these on this list. I think I'd give a one, and I'm not gonna give a one to Overlord either. But I don't know. It, I for some reason Overlord just like didn't pull me in. Yeah. So like, I think, I think people have the wrong idea about Overlord and like 
they i don't know i've already talked about it on this podcast before but i think overlord is definitely overrated yeah i agree yeah uh i'd probably give it like a four or five it's probably in the same realm of sword art for me it's another one where i started watching it and loved it and then just started not liking it later um but overall if you do an isekai genre good and you have really good storytelling a really good character uh a good reason why they're there something to build on like them being there and you keep it consistent that's the biggest thing man is shows will start you out in a fantasy world you're transported to a fantasy world and your goal is to like say kill a demon king for example uh about five episodes into that you're no longer trying to kill the demon king and you're just doing menial dumb shit and it's serious like <laughs> like it's not even with konosuba where it's a comedy it's like people that they're like oh yeah we need to get real serious about killing this demon king that we're not gonna kill until like four more seasons but then like we figured like three seasons of that should just be filler and then, like, we, we have something tied into where we finally killed the Demon King. And I just, I hate shows like that. It's one reason why I didn't like ReZero that much. Because I felt like it really filled in on that, like, oh, hey, here's something serious happening. Oh, hey, here's, like, three episodes of filler. Oh, hey, something serious. I think it's not really an issue with Isekai. I feel like with any anime that I watch that is that genre, or not genre, that has that structure I won't like. Um, it's just, unfortunately, a lot of Isekais follow that structure. Yeah, I just feel like some of them, I don't know. I don't know if it's bad writing or what, but all of them just feel so long. Like, uh, I tried to get into Slime, and like, yeah, I know some people that are current with Slime and said that, you know, they still really enjoy it. But it's like, uh, I'm on, I'm still, I'm caught up on every single thing from this season that i'm that i started watching like uh even even uh the quintuplets show like i can force myself to watch that and i mean not that that's bad it's it's just you know what i'm saying yeah but um like shield hero i'm, I'm still on episode four and every time i start to watch it i just there's just something that stops me and the same thing happened with slime like i I don't know why, but I can't finish Isekai unless it's Konosuba. And I even went at that at a really slow pace. But I, I still give that like an 8. Yeah. But yeah, I, I just, I I don't know, man. The genre is like, in theory, it sounds like you can definitely do it for a long time. And you can make really interesting stories with how, you know, insane the world is or whatever. But um. Yeah, yeah, it always feels like there's some kind of weird filler around like episode seven, and they're like, "Oh man, we signed up for twenty four plus episodes. What the fuck are we gonna do?" Yeah, and um, I I don't know. I don't know why it falls. That's off. why I feel like some good isekais like uh, for me, Shield Hero is good. It's it's slow pacing, but like the story's still there, so it like kind of carries yeah. it still. Um, with shows like uh, No Game No Life, for example. They're transported to a fantasy world, but their entire goal is to beat the game so that they can go home. Like, and they follow that through the whole show. It's not like, there's not a lot of, 
hey, let's do this side thing that's not gonna progress the story in any way. It's all just like brother and sister genius taking on the best people in this world to try to get home. And I, I, I like that because the writing's good and the character development's good and you don't have all of these like side quests going on and I don't know. Isekai for me is a no. I don't like the series or the uh, genre that much. Uh, but there are a few good ones, so I will give it yeah. a chance if it shows up. That's the thing is, like, if there's an isekai, which if it, if it follows the same line that it has been, where like, and there's an isekai that's at the top of the charts, like, I'm not gonna force myself not to watch it because it's an isekai, but it's definitely not like my go-to genre. Yeah. So, I guess we're both on the same page-ish. I think you dislike it. Well, I, honestly, I don't even know if you dislike it more than I do. I think you're more open about how much you dislike it than me. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, yeah, I'll always give a, uh, Isekai a chance, and then I drop it off after, like, five episodes. But Yeah, Isekai for me is just, uh... Yeah, I'm open about not liking it. Did I click the right one? No, I clicked Josai. Oops. Where is it? Oh wait, it ain't on here. Unless I'm blind. What's up? I was looking at uh on the web browser for Isekai genre, but I don't see it on here. Oh, there's the one that's like top top of the page. Or are you, oh, you're going for like uh never mind. Yeah. I know, what you're, I know what you're saying. We're good, though. We can, we can move on from this question. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'll hit up, up the next question. Um, who is your most hated anime character? My most hated anime character? Just somebody that, like, from the beginning, you were like... Damn. Fuck this like guy. The, Poor like girl. The entire <laughs> show, like, there was no redeeming factors whatsoever. I would hope not if it's your most hate, <laughs> most hate. Most hate. Like, it'd be character. crazy if you're like, I hated this character, but around episode three, there was something he did that was kind of cool, but also still fuck that guy. <laughs> um, let's see here. What's, uh, yeah, you hit me with yours first. Let me think about this. Um, I mean, I really, really don't like Mineta. Oh, yeah? But, um... This little bastard. I'm gonna have to, <laughs> I'm gonna have to go, I'm gonna have to go through my anime list, uh real quick to see if there's any others that stand out but definitely Mineta comes to mind so i'm gonna i'm gonna definitely put him up there yeah um i think he for me uh for me Mineta's like a comedy relief dude that whenever he shows up i like laugh but i don't like him yeah yeah okay Okay, all right. Then in in that case, just a dude that I I haven't enjoyed since starting it, I would go with um, the main character of certain magical index. Oh yeah, <laughs> that dude is just fucking garbage, man. 
I don't understand. I don't understand why he's the dude that has to do every battle. I don't understand why there's any uh, build up or suspense about what's going to happen in the battle. Because like his hand cancels any <laughs> uh, anything, so it's like. Of course he's got this in the back. There's nothing to worry about. Plus he's got that harmy thing going on, but he's like, I don't know, he's so fucking generic, man. It's just the most generic gen- most generic dude, most generic anime. Uh certain magical index, that's going to be enough for me, dog. <laughs> it's crazy yeah, how like so many people like that show and you're just you you were like, "Nah, this show is not that good." <laughs> Yeah. Would you call it one of the most overrated? This is the right dude, right? The one I got pulled up here. Uh, hold up. <clears throat> um, I've been checking out. Oh, I've had the uh, I've had the thing paused this entire time. So I've thought that this is just. I thought this has just been on the same page since <laughs> since the beginning. I've been like directing you and stuff. Like, oh yeah, man, it's at the top of the screen. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I guess. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, that guy. That yeah, guy's... Toma, Kimo, Kim, Kimijo. That guy seems yeah, that's pretty, him. like, eh. <laughs> Probably don't like He's him. just, like, it's crazy. It's crazy generic, man. Yeah. I, I do. I don't think it's uh, overrated because, like, there is stuff to like about the show. But it's also, I don't know. I feel like it's one of those things that I would expect someone that hasn't watched a lot of anime to love. But then again, like the people that love it have watched a lot of anime. So maybe they just dig the universe, you know? Yeah. But I really sincerely hope it's not because of that guy. Index is cute. She's a good character. Accelerator's a good character. Um... Yeah, I uh, the uh, other the other people are pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> but he is trash. I'm gonna, uh, you know, I've never had a character that I absolutely despised and hated. There was always one redeeming factor of every character that I disliked that made me like accept them as that type of character until yeah. this season. Because I think I'm gonna give it to fucking Malty, my dude. Who? The uh, antagonist from Shield Hero, the girl that fucking backstabbed him, dude. Oh yeah, Not, dude. There wasn't a time, a single moment in that first episode that I liked her. Not even when she was being all super nice, because I just thought she looked like a generic side character <laughs> that was hanging out with the main character. And also, it seemed like you you knew when you saw her, well, without the twist of, you know, now we all hate her, but, um, like, you knew that she was going to be somebody that could have been hyped up to the waifu of the season, instead of Chica. <laughs> instead of, what if I was like, yeah, dude, I just really fucking hate Chica. Dude. <laughs> Then the episode, the podcast would probably end at episode ten, <laughs> and you know, <laughs> Damn. I'll accept the Ichigo hate, 
but Cheek is, uh, she's an yeah, angel. She didn't do anything even wrong. Even <laughs> in shows like Darling and the Franks, the nines, I didn't like them, but they still had redeeming factors that made me like, okay, they're cool in battle. Yeah. They're actually... Like you love, like you love to hate them type of thing. Yeah, it was one of those, like... Like, uh... Uh... Yeah, yeah, that, 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 that's a good way to put it. And so, like, for example... We talked about this in our first or second episode, um, how I completely disagree and don't like anything Griffith did in Berserk, but he's my second favorite character in the show, with Guts being the first. Yeah. So, like, (laughs) just because a character does things I don't like doesn't mean I won't like the character. But when they do things that I don't like and they have no redeeming qualities, then that's when I hate the character. And the only character I've ever met that I've hated is this bitch from Shield Hero. <laughs> well, there you have it. Uh, in- Index main character and this chick from Shield Hero. The uh, the bitch, the bitchiest. Uh, chick she has even got she gets worse with every episode that she's in yeah too. dude <laughs> like every time she comes in everyone in the i bet everyone in their rooms are just like oh my god <laughs> here we go with this bitch again just think i i i even like chad the fucking spearman dude but uh that chick she is something else man. yeah and like imagine there are some people out there whose favorite character is her like, yeah. can you imagine? Like, who? Hey, can you can you see on that uh, page? Like, if she is a favorited character by anyone? Hang on, I have so many tabs up. <laughs> okay, hold up. Member favorites fifty five. <laughs> fifty five people just really dig that chick. Fifty five <laughs> people who have watched this show were like, you know who my favorite character was. The bitch that backstabbed the main character. <laughs> you know how crazy that would be to get into it. Like, imagine, you know, we we have never had an opinion um, that's that serious that we're like, dude, what the fuck is your problem, right? Between us. Yeah. And imagine just one day, Shield Hero airs, this chick shows up, does everything, <laughs> and then, like weeks in weeks into the show, you're just like, "Yeah, man, uh, Malti, she's the one. She is uh, my favorite character in that show." Like, no, what dude. the fuck? You're, you just want attention. It would be like, uh, it would be like if we hired someone new at the movie theater, and they were like, "Yeah, I like anime. My favorite character is uh, Malti from Shield Hero," and we're just like. <laughs> Yeah, dude, you're gonna have to find like another job because I don't think you can work here anymore with that opinion. <laughs> I'd rather you not like anime. <laughs> I'd rather you not like anime than come in here like that. <laughs> first day on the job. You watch anime, dude? Yeah, I love Shield Hero, uh, especially Malty. <laughs> what? 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 Yeah, dude. yeah, I'm one of the 55. <laughs> okay, dude. Whatever. Um. Bye. <laughs> Request right, not to work uh... with them ever again. <laughs> yeah, I can't work with them. They like a weird character in Shield Hero that's like non-redeemable. <laughs> so 
not sure what his problem is, but also fuck that guy. <laughs> All right. Um, let's hit up the next question. What makes a show a 10 out of 10 for you? And also, how often do you give a show that rating? Um, historically, I've given shows 10 out of 10s uh, pretty often. Uh, I guess we can just, with the help of Rabbit here, we can just go take a look at my list since I'm logged in. But, uh, anyways, let's see, completed. Let me sort this by score. So, yeah, as you can see, I gave 10 out of 10s to a lot of shows, uh, historically. I have 17, 17. Out of 10. Yeah. Um, for me personally, the, the determining factor for whether or not I give a show a 10 out of 10 is it has to have characters that I connect with. It has to have um, a soundtrack that's pretty, at least decent. The soundtrack... As long as it isn't, like, hot garbage doesn't matter that much to me because the writing can pull it along. Yeah. Um, Agreed. It has to have good writing, and it has to have left a, like, memorable mark on me as a person. Like, it has to have been something that has influenced me or changed me as a person to make me think that... uh that show was just way too good for its own rights. Or it has mm -hmm. to have, like, um, changed me and helped me build on my future in some way. So, like, for example, um, watching Clannad and Clannad After Story really made me think about, like, uh, on an emotional level. Because I watched that when I was, like, 16, 15, 16, around there. It really made me think on an emotional level, like, when I grow up, I want to not be, like, a shitty dad. Like, I want to, like, actually be, like, a decent father when I get older. Um, and that show, like, just phenomenal. Uh, but there are so many different types of shows that are also like that that might not be romances that I gave 10 out of 10s. Like, for example, Serial Experiments Lane, I thought that was amazing, and by the end of it, I was just like, wow, this is great. It didn't really change anything emotionally to me, but it really, really helped cement my love for cyberpunk shit. And same mm -hmm. thing with Akira. Like, great visually, uh, great writing. I loved Akira, too. Um... Berserk, I went into Berserk thinking I wouldn't like it that much. Um, I had seen scenes from it, but I, I'm not really a guy that's super into fantasy setting stuff. So like like uh, Lord of the Rings style things, I'm not really into those. Um, but Berserk, just man, the writing, the character development, everything was insane. All of it culminates into the biggest fucking curveball you've ever seen in the last three episodes just insane and to me that show on its own even though um it didn't affect me or change my views on life or anything like that i just think it was one of the 
most perfectly written forms of media uh, ever. <laughs> like, if that mm-hmm. got appropriately adapted into a movie, like something like Lord of the Rings, for example, and it was good, I feel like people in the West would, like, fall in love with it. Okay, so answer me this. Is there any show that has the, um, like, turn off your brain and watch it type of thing? On my 10 out of 10? Uh, could, could, could that be, could a show like that be on your 10 out of 10? Um, let me... I can't think of any main examples uh, that I would think would be like 10 out of 10 material, but... um... There isn't a single show on my 10 out of 10 that is turn off your brain and enjoy it type of show. I don't think there should be anything wrong with that. Um, Let me go down into my like 9 out of 10s and I'll give you some examples of shows that I just turn my brain off when I watch. Um... No Game, No Life, it was really good. Like I said, it's one of my favorite isekais, but it's also a show where you don't really have to get that critically intense on thinking about it, and you can just turn your brain off and watch it. Uh, Same with Konosuba. Uh, Same with Jojo, for the most part. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I would say so. I guess comedy, just in general, you can just kick back and have some laughs yeah with uh with trigun there was like a it has a good story right but like uh a lot of me watching trigun was me turning my brain off and just like enjoying it yeah uh same with elf and lied i think i gave elf and lied an eight like way back it's probably more of a seven or a six for me now but um when I was younger, I real I, I still like gory horror stuff, but when I was younger, I really liked gory horror stuff. So <laughs> they, they, I probably fifteen year old me watching this on YouTube in three different parts for each episode probably would have gave it a ten out of ten. Um, in contrast to that, unless it's one of your other questions, uh, I'm gonna look at my lower rating shows real quick. Shows that I have issues even watching while turning my brain off are stuff that's just, like, I just cannot get into it. Like, Inuyasha. I just could not get into Inuyasha, dude. Like, I found myself, like, watching it and then alt-tabbing and having it up, like, on my main screen and then doing something else on my second monitor. Same thing with, like, Comfort. The whole entire, all the comfort, in my opinion, was just, like, I couldn't really focus on it that much. Uh, these Toradora specials, I, I've never been more pissed off at something in my life. Because they were made after the show, included in the DVD and uh, Blu-ray box set, and... I shit you not, everyone that was into Toradora thought that that show was going to get two bonus episodes that were, like, uh, not sequels, but they kind of told you the story after the last episode. 
No, oh, yeah. those two episodes are like shitty filler episodes that you could fit into any part of the show between episode one and the final episode. Fuck those. Damn. Those are why those are. That's why SOS is three out of ten because it was just the chibi characters doing dumb shit for four episodes. That's what I heard about uh, Steins Gate Zero as well. Like, I heard that the story was like shit and it was basically just like fan fiction filler. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, yes, yeah, that's, uh, that's my opinion. A lot of people give me shit for uh, having this movie a ten out of ten because a lot of people think that this is like the not good Evangelion movie. I it doesn't matter to me. Anything that they make with Evangelion's probably gonna be between an eight and a ten for me, regardless of if it's a fucking dumpster on fire. <laughs> that show is just so good dude that like you could like you know how um i know i'm dragging this question on but no, you good. know how in um how in berserk they made the 2016 and 20, 2017 cgi i yeah. i don't know what i have those rated i'd have to look here Well, oh no, rabbit crashed. Oh well. Um, I didn't give them that high of a rating. However, uh, I still enjoyed watching them because they were still a continuation of the story. Uh, I was upset that the art style was that bad and that there were moments where it was hand-drawn and was really good, followed by really bad CG. But I still enjoyed it. And I feel like if you have a series or a show that you enjoy enough, it's really hard to rate anything in that series like below a 7. Yeah, because characters alone can drive you into just being interested, you know? Yeah. Like, um, like uh, this, that kind of ties in with what I was saying when I was reading about... Uh, reading Rironi Kenshin reviews was like, I started watching that series finally. And people were like, when you get to episode 25, the series starts to take like a serious story going on. And then, uh, end, end it at 60 something, even though there's 90 episodes because in the sixties, the show ends, it's, uh, like serious story and then the rest is like filler it's like uh i mean if i really like the characters i don't see why i would just stop at 60 you know yeah. like it they could they could drive me another 30 episodes i think if i really enjoyed them enough which in Raroni kenshin i i really do but um yeah i, I think that like for something to be really bad it's gotta be just all around garbage like characters aren't likable story's not good soundtrack's bad like it's it's gotta be pretty bad yeah <laughs> to be bad so um but yeah that that's just we're just dragging that on but uh yeah i think that like a 10 out of 10 it's gotta be something that definitely sticks with me like i think i'm kind of favorable on things I'd give a 10 out of 10. Like, I, I think every couple, every season, I 
every season or every couple seasons, I have a 10 out of 10. Oh shit, I got booted out of my anime list for a second. <laughs> Alright, hold up. I can just use the Chrome extension to have it on one of my Chrome windows. Alright, we're good. We won't be able to interact with okay. it as much as we were before, but I can I can work with this easy. Okay. Um, next question. Well, uh, how often I rate a show? Ten out of ten. I think I think my overall is like eight or nine. Yeah. Something like that. But um, yeah, I also haven't watched as much as you, so I probably have around the same number as you. <laughs> but, um, nope. alright, what is your guilty pleasure... What, what were you saying? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, what is your guilty pleasure anime? My guilty pleasure anime? Just a show that you're like, man, I'm low-key embarrassed about really liking this. Um... Jeez, where do I start, my man? There's a lot of shows like that for me. Um, You got shows like fucking... Uh, okay, first of all, let me say Doraemon, which is... I gave an 8. It's one of my favorite like uh, shows in Japan. It is a cartoon aimed for like young kids. And I love it. <laughs> I don't know why, dude. I've watched all... Of the old episodes, 1,787 episodes. Crunched it out one summer in high school. Loved it. And I'm pretty embarrassed that I love it. Another one that I'm pretty embarrassed <laughs> I love is Hitalia. Hitalia's dub is really good for me. A lot of people don't like it, but I love it because every single character has their... Since, okay, so it, in Hitalia, every character represents a country. So, like, you have a dude, oh, yeah. yeah, like, you'll have a dude that is Italy, and you'll have a dude that's Germany who has blue uh, blue eyes and blonde hair, or you'll have, like, Japan, <laughs> and in the show, like, the Italy dude talks with an Italian accent, the German dude talks with a German accent in English, the Japanese dude talks like how we represent Japanese people, like... The Americans always like, oh, yeah, man, yeah, cheeseburgers, milkshakes, blah, 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 blah. Like, <laughs> the show is just so good at making fun of stereotypes. And uh, I'm a little embarrassed that I watch it because it's become one of those shows where people are like, and it's like a toss-up, like a coin flip. Uh, yeah. What's the general uh, review of, of that? Is it on here? Of uh, Italia? Yeah. Yeah, let me take a look here. It's a 7.64. Okay. Yeah. So it's not it's it's not that bad. Uh, a lot of the countries are pretty funny in it. Um, but yeah, that's one that I'm kind of embarrassed about. Most of the time I'm embarrassed about romance, even though it's one of my favorite genres. Just because you don't really have a lot of situations where, like, a dude is super into romance. So, like, just bringing up, like, yeah, yeah I like this show because it's a romance is, like, a lot of people would be like, eh. <laughs> Even watching romancey things, it's like, I can tell that this has got, like, a lot of, uh, 
like girly stuff going on but it's like it doesn't hold me back from enjoying it but i understand what you mean like it is kind of hard to pitch it at just anybody yeah exactly and uh i had another one here that i was embarrassed to oh um any show that involves yuri or yaoi there have been some shows where like uh there's some like boys love shit in it that i really like and there's some shows yeah. that have like girls love stuff in it that i really like it's really hard to talk about that with people that don't like that yeah for sure so like uh for example um uh, one show that i really liked was soccer a trick i don't know why i thought it was kiss this show i really liked when it aired um but i cannot ever bring this up to somebody that's not into this and be like this show was good watch this show like if someone was looking through my list and they weren't into this kind of stuff they would probably look at it and then be like the fuck is this and yeah i definitely feel like shows like that are really like guilty pleasure um i don't mind fan service that much i know in, uh, when we did our fan service episode it was just pretty much trashing it all the time it's yeah. not that bad to me uh it, it's bad like it's fan service when done improperly is garbage but I'm okay with some fan service. And when there's anything that's overly fan service or etchy or anything like that that I really like, I do not like telling people about that. Like, um, yeah. I had a friend one time that liked, um, fuck, what was that anime called? It was an anime, is pretty much a brother and sister, like, liked each other. And that's the whole show. That was it. It was just that. And, uh, there was another sister too that also liked him and that was the whole show and i had a friend that really liked it and i was just like yeah dude this ain't for me man and i just think about other shows that i watch like that and not not like that but other shows that i watch and i think about that and i'm like if i were to show anybody a show like this they would be like, what are you watching? What the hell is this? Exactly. Like, the the thing is, like, with anime, and even getting an into anime, it was kind of tough to realize how in the norm these, these things are in anime. So it's like, um, you know, like Yuri stuff, or, uh, like, Echi stuff, or whatever. Um, it's like, a lot of people especially in the states it's like uh if they don't watch anime and you were to pitch out like yeah i watched this show this yuri it's like uh two guys fall in love or whatever it's like uh for them they're just hitting you with like uh uh why are you watching it if you're straight <laughs> yeah and it's like i mean like i could still enjoy the story like that movie moonlight that came out that was phenomenal uh, it was a basic. It, it it was basically like Frank Ocean the movie, in my opinion. But um, it was just about a dude like, as in three different stages of his life, trying to accept that he was gay. And like I remember when I worked uh, at a re my last job at a restaurant, I told like one of my closest friends that he should check it out because it was like just a visually beautiful movie. And he came back. Uh, came back to work like. 
watch that movie and i was like i mean like yeah but like it, it didn't make it bad dude and i don't know just got smacked in the face with uh i guess homophobia but it's like yeah definitely picturing those things out uh from anime is like it has to fit into the guilty pleasure category because it's not in the norm for us like you don't really see that getting pitched in the states with like regular shows that are thrown up on netflix and stuff you know yeah or at least they're not popular and um it's also like that with shows uh for example, like, I was telling you one day, right, so, um, I really like the old, uh, rants visual novels, even though half of it is just nothing but sexual shit happening, the other half of it, the main character, is genuinely hilarious, right? Like, that dude just mm-hmm. does not give a fuck about anything, and he's just so open and hilarious about it. But then when you were like, oh, they made a, they made an uh, OVN of the Rant series, and you look at it, it's just a hentai. That's all it is. And I don't know, dude. You can never watch something like that. That That is like the essence of guilty pleasure, is if you have a show that you really, really, really like a character or a story in, or something like that. If it's got the etchy or hentai label slapped on it, you are you are forbidden to share that with anyone. Or else you're just going to receive major backlash. Exactly. So, I feel like those are the ultimate guilty pleasures. Maybe not for me. My ultimate guilty pleasures probably like uh romance and yuri. But yeah, that's that's my opinion on it. It's it's um it's tough because like sometimes the edgy stuff story is gone. Well, but it's like it it you cut uh, out for me. Oh, sorry. Um yeah, I don't know. I gu- I guess really you already touched on everything that I would have had to say on that. But uh yeah, I think that my top guilty pleasure would probably be Konosuba. Kuno, Konosuba. Yeah. <laughs> because, like, um, it's... I think it is genuinely fantastic. Like, I have so much fun with the show when I watch it, but, like, uh, I don't think that I could just pitch it out to a friend that isn't, like, knee-deep in anime. Like, even, even my friends that I think like anime, I can't pitch their show out because it's, like... It's very, very fan servicey. Yeah. And very often loses itself in it, but it it's handled so well and satirically that like I enjoy it, but it, it's definitely gotta take the cake for my biggest guilty pleasure because I enjoy it so much. Yeah, it's like try sharing that with like someone who doesn't watch a lot of anime or someone who's just into like the normie stuff. Try sharing that yeah. with them. They'll be like, yeah, this is weird. Dude, yeah, like, what's <laughs> your problem? <laughs> but I agree with you. I think Kano uh, Soup is really good. Yeah. All right, moving on. Um, this is This might be one that you have to think about. But are there any memorable sad lines from an anime that have stuck with you? Memorable sad lines? 
Yeah. Uh, I have one in mind if you want to think about it. Well, I, I just have a lot, uh, but you <laughs> hit me with yours. Okay, so this is going to uh, have some like minor Bebop spoilers. It's like one episode. But um, basically Spike is throwing, uh, trying to get this dude to leave him alone um, after he saw his skill. And the dude just wants to get taught by Spike. And, like, you, you start to... You feel like he's just a villain at first. But he turns out to be a decent dude with a decent cause. And, like, Spike ends up growing to like him and teaches him something. And um, at the end of the episode, the dude basically gets shot after showing his skill to Spike. And Spike gives him a thumbs up. And the dude falls, and as he's dying, Spike is like, oh, I'll be right back. Don't don't die! And he runs away, and the dude has this line at the end where he's like, do you think that if we had met sooner, that we would be friends? Oh, man. And then he just dies. And like, ah, I don't know, man. It just... It really fucked me up because I really didn't like that guy in the beginning of the episode. And then I grew to dig him and I was like, yo, is this dude going to be like in the squad or something like that? And then that happened at the end of the episode and it was like, Spike doesn't open up to a lot of people. So to see him do it and then see that dude get toasted at the end of the episode was like, fuck, man. This is exactly why Spike doesn't get close to people. <laughs> but yeah, up. Uh, the the most memorable sad line uh, I could come up with. Probably most of mine would be from Bebop, but I'm also a big Bebop fanboy, so I'm, whatever. <laughs> I'm trying to think of ones out of the top of my head that um, I can tell to you, uh, but not spoil anything you're trying to watch. Because there's a lot of lines from, like, Clannad. There's a lot from uh, Anohana. Uh, there's a lot from, like, Air, and, like, shows that, um, I know you've been saying you want to watch, like, you want to watch Clannad, so, yeah. like, uh, I'm trying to exclude those, but I think a lot of the sad lines for me come from, uh, some, I, I can think of a few shows that either you've seen or haven't seen that you might not watch, um, one of them for me is it's a spoiler territory I'm going into, so I'm gonna I'm gonna warn everybody here that hasn't seen Berserk to just mute the stream for like two minutes. But um, there are two parts in Berserk that always get me, and it's when Guts is talking about his adoptive father, like pretty much like beating and raping him and the dude just like oh, uh, Gambino yeah. and the dude yeah. just like didn't really know any better because like that was his uh, dad uh and then that whole scene where like uh he has to like pretty much uh kill him I think if I remember correctly no uh... I think he walked in on him and he was like stabbed or, like, dying and Guts, like, finished the job? Yeah, I can't remember. I just remember the weird dude buying his way to sleep with Guts. Yeah. It was, like, really weird. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it's been a while, but I, I remember that whole, 
the whole scene with Gambino, I was like super saddened by, and it's always stuck with me. And the uh, end of Berserk, during the eclipse, where Guts is like fucking gnawing his arm off with a broken sword trying to get the casket because she's getting like fucked up. Uh, that part always stuck with me too. Because, like, that to me was super sad. And I I just hated it. Like, I didn't hate it um, writing-wise. I thought it was really good development. But I hated... I hated watching that happen and having to be like, damn. Especially when he gets free and then another demon hand just comes and, like, slams him on the ground. I was like, don't yeah, do this. Yeah, and you're this, just dude. realizing that the hero isn't going to pull this yeah, off, dude. and he's just going to have to deal with this. Um, yeah. There's the scene in Devil Man where he has all the children lined up, and he's, like, hugging them. Uh, that yeah. scene always messes me up. Uh, the scene with Miki, where, like... Yeah, that especially. Yeah, when she's running, and uh, the dudes pull up in front of her, and then she turns around, and... The whole time you're like, that Akira's gonna make it, dude. He's gonna get here and he's gonna mess all these dudes up. And you just see her get stabbed down the back and like messed up. Nah, that scene had me like almost crying. I think I was in tears. Yeah, dude, I, I had to hold back because I was watching it with friends and I was like really trying not to cry because that shit was fucking me yeah. up. Like that's just the worst thing to watch with friends. Honestly. <laughs> Anything said. Um, like, like watching, uh, your name with you, Sam and Paige, even watching it for the fifth time, it's it's probably been like five times by now, but even watching it for that many times, I was still like, at some parts, like, I really don't want to cry, but I might cry. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, I think those are about all the lines I can think of without spoiling anything without spoiling anything there there's like four four or five parts in Clanad that has me like a baby uh scene from Toradora uh which I won't I won't spoil too much but there's a scene toward the middle where like Taiga's just all alone and she's like reminiscing on like uh her decisions up to that point and she starts crying and having this whole inner monologue, and it makes me super sad every time. Uh, but yeah, that's about all the ones I'd say with that I can think of. Um, oh, okay, as soon as I say that's all I can think of, I think of another one. Uh, <laughs> so there's this scene in an anime called... Uh, I've always called it Rock's Fun, but uh, it's... That's that's the pronunciation. Whatever you want to call it, I call it Rock's Fun. It's what I've called it since I was a kid. This show came out in 2002, and it was on sci-fi. Like, it was a sci-fi exclusive anime thing when they were doing that for a minute. And <clears throat> there's an episode in this where... Um, it, it's a really long story to explain, but to shorten it down a lot... Um, Guy has this girl he's in love with, uh, they go to a hotel, uh, girls in the hotel, um, this mech, it's like a monster, uh, 
pretty much takes her soul over. So uh, the dude is a pilot. So he gets into his mech and he's fighting this monster. And he doesn't realize that the entire time he's fighting this monster, he's hurting his girlfriend. Like, breaking her arms, like, messing her up because the soul's linked with the other mech. And the entire time, you just see, like... And it cuts back to the hotel room for a few seconds every time of her just getting, like, messed up and blood flying everywhere. And all she's trying to do in this entire time is write down in this notebook that she loves him and doesn't regret what's happening. And, yeah, and it gets really insane. And there's something that's happening where, like, uh, her messages are being transmitted electronically through, like, the lights and buildings. Like, they're lighting up in a way to show her messages, like, as she's writing them. And the dude doesn't realize what's going on until he delivers, like, the final punch to kill her. And then looks over at a building and just sees what she wrote saying that she loves him with his name. And then he realizes what happens and has a breakdown. Damn, that's like some uh, Superman killing Lois Lane when she was uh, disguised as um, Doomsday. Yeah, dude. I think it was Doomsday. Yeah, that that shit's crazy. That tore me um, up, man. <laughs> I think you talked about that show like way back, and I was like, man, I, I really want to check that out. And then I completely uh, forgot about it until now, and now I'm like, really really interested that sounds yeah it's uh let's see 26 episodes and it's uh rated i give it a 7.5 since it's 7.49 i'll round it up yeah yeah good show i gave it a 10 by the way (laughs) yeah you're also the mech dude (laughs) yeah i love mechs dude (laughs) every time i say that i'm done with mechs there's like another instance where somebody pitches something to me and I'm like, oh shit, yeah? And then in their description, they're like, and then there's mechs. But like, don't worry about the mechs part. And I'm like, what? Uh, yeah, but uh, all right, I guess I'll watch another fucking mech show. All right. Um, how do you feel about the current state of anime? Um. So, since... Okay, we've already established my three favorite genres are mechs, horror, and romance. Um, yeah, that's diverse as fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's way like, yeah, I like to keep my options open though. So, uh, <laughs> we've already talked about my favorite genres. Um, current state of anime, there's like no horror being made, and I dislike that so much because I love horror. And I just feel like it kind of, like, we've moved out of the era where they were getting visual novel horror adaptations like Higurashi and, like, Yumaneko. Um The only thing we really have had is uh, Promise Neverland. There's some, like, scary demons in Dororo, but it's not really, like, a horror anime. Yeah. Um, the only thing we've really had recently to fill my desire was the Junji Ito collection. And that wasn't even that good. Yeah. So, so you would say that that affects the entire, um, state of anime, like as a whole for you, for me. Yeah. 
And also, I feel like there aren't a lot of original ideas coming out in the past few years. Um, you Yeah, it always kind of seems like they took ideas from something else and were just getting, like, another version of that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, I think that's kind of bad because a lot of people are... Like, when you look at older like 80s 90s early 2000s anime things were getting produced with a lot more heart put into it because people were wanting to like actually show their visions to people and now i feel like with the anime industry um especially in the west with it becoming so popular uh a lot of companies and a lot of producers and artists are just out for the money now. They're just copying ideas specifically, like, to get that target audience to watch them. And I feel like you can see that with a lot of, like, producers. Like, um, for example, like, uh, if you look at, uh, okay, so I like Madhouse, right? But if you yeah. look at all of the shows Madhouse um, makes or produces, they all are, like, kind of similar. And I feel like they haven't really, like, branched out and done anything truly, like, unique and new in a while. And I feel like that's specifically because they make a lot of money off of one specific genre. So they just want to keep pumping that out. And, I mean, more power to you if that's how you, like, want to run things. Like, that's fine. Uh, but I think in terms of, like, the industry as a whole, it's kind of damaging. And what you end up with is, like, the fifth Isekai clone of the season showing up. Or, like, um, like uh, Sakura, Sakura Kiss, for example. Uh, when that show came out, it was one of the only Yuri shows that was out, right? But now, it's like you're getting all of these remakes that are just like the same story, but like told from a different producer, a different company, or a different director. And I don't know, it kind of makes things stagnant, and I don't like the current industry and the current standard of anime. Uh, I think there's exceptions, there's good shows out there, especially this season, um, with Dovero, Promise Neverland, Shield Hero... Um, you have, like, My Hero Academia, of course. That's a show that became really popular, and I don't have an issue with shows becoming popular because I'll still like them if I like the show. Uh, so, yeah, I kind of just feel like... I feel like the industry's lacking originality, and there isn't a lot of source material that's getting pulled into making anime anymore whereas you used to have non-stop anime adapt or manga adaptations now it's like it's yeah it's just like clones almost well it's also really easy to like it, it's hard to realize how much more is out per season than there used to be you know but I, I agree with what you're saying, especially with people like Madhouse and whatnot. But um, like I think like Kyoto Animations with like Liz and the Bluebird and um, and like Violet Evergarden, like uh, 
I think that there's still a lot of care put into things like a uh, like trigger. Like, yeah, they we meme them a lot <laughs> on this channel, but like you you see I see all these videos where it's like them drawing the animation and like you can tell that the the teams have heart in what they're doing. I just think that the the dudes with the money pull the wrong strings sometimes and make them like I don't know. It it's got to be something that pulls in money like the like um like the Dragon Ball artist admitting that like at a certain point he was like I just kind of had to do this because it was getting it, they people wanted more money. Like they wanted more money for these characters so I had to revive this character, reduce this and like lost his story like way early in the series but um yeah i don't know i i think that like as far as the way that anime looks like there is some breathtaking stuff being made and like um i feel like maybe story isn't exactly there but it's like you're comparing the the eight shows per season compared to now where it's like 20 and you know like only five of them are probably completely worth watching that are above like an eight out of ten or whatever so it's like it's definitely like a quantity over quality thing as far as today's standards but like yeah i don't know there's a lot that there's a lot to pick yeah from. like uh yeah, like, don't get me wrong, like, you have Violet Evergarden and shows like that that are, like, visually really well, and the stories are really well. Um, I just feel like, uh, for every one amazing show that season, there's, like, five pieces of garbage flying, like, lying around it. Yeah. And... Yeah, there's definitely, there's definitely trash every season. Yeah, and I think the trash has been getting, like, it's been more apparent recently. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. I feel like this season has been really good because um, you have three shows that are just phenomenal, at least in my opinion. I know you don't like Shield Hero that much, but for me, I like it. Uh but you got yeah. like Promise Neverland, Shield Hero, um, you got Dover Row that are all just really good. Whereas last season it was like, what did we have other than like one thing maybe? Yeah, we had Zombie Land and <laughs> uh, that wasn't. I don't even think that was the best one. Fall twenty eighteen. Last season we had Goblin Slayer, Slime. Zombieland, um, Gridman, Gridman. Yeah. So it's like, and like bloom into you. I guess that was fucking dope. <laughs> but yeah, like that. I mean, but on that same case, you go down the page and it's like, uh, you had release the spice. You had conception. <laughs> yeah. Who fucking likes conception? Like, hey, I'm gonna be, <laughs> I'm gonna be real with you. That's based off of a video game. 
and it's on the yeah. 3DS. And uh, way back when, Paige actually showed me the demo because she downloaded it on a 3DS. And I went out and bought the game, and I really liked that game, dude. <laughs> but the premise is garbage. The, like the idea, the idea of it being running as a show is like. Oh wow. yeah, for sure. It okay. needs to stay as an RPG or like a uh, visual novel romance with uh, some obscene thing, a mechanic like uh, having star children with your waifu in the game. Like making that into an anime is just like garbage. Yeah, but like, there's so many shows through the fall season alone that are like low fives. Yeah, like that's you know that's definitely not acceptable stuff. But there is a lot of eights and high sevens as well. Like, um, I, I don't know. I like I I'm gonna go. I'm gonna fall back on what I was saying. Like it's it's uh it's definitely a quantity thing. Like. There's so many different things to pertain to any one person, you know, like, uh, like there's my roommate is a cat. Like that might not be your thing. Yeah. <laughs> there's day a live, which is a, a harem sci-fi comedy romance mecha school. <laughs> anime. It's like, yo, that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot, man. <laughs> that's a lot of things. But my, but um, my whole thing is in, like early 2000s late 2000s you would have shows that were bad because they were just bad they weren't like um it was like the story was bad or like maybe the character was dull or things like that but now what you have over the course of these the few years are you have uh like the berserk the berserk 2016 adaptation coming out which is just really horrible it looks like they put almost no time into it then you have the sequel to that that came out that looks just as bad then in fall of 2018 you release my sister my writer which isn't even complete like they were just putting out episodes that were just incomplete and poorly drawn like to yeah. it like it's like at least with older shows when something was bad it was something wrong with like the uh art direction or the writing or something like that but at least it was completed now you have shows in the past few years that come out where it just looks like they didn't put any care into it in like the lower rated well, shows. And, and that and that's kind of like the thing with my sister, my writer. I even remember there was a part like where they apologized in the credits or something like that. I think it's sort of like the uh, issue with video games getting rushed onto the shelf, like uh, like finish this now, and it's like yo we we don't have the time, like we can't care about this if we don't have enough time to. And, um, it's a bummer because like it could have been good. Yeah. I think, <laughs> but yeah, That's... I don't know. I, I, I guess I, I really badly want to defend the current state of anime, but it's sort of just like me trying to defend the current state of video games. Like it's not, it's not easy to, right. But but visually, there are so many things that are just, like, god-tier. Like, it's really hard to say that it's bad. I guess I would say that I'm just, like, okay with it right now. Yeah. What would you give it out of uh, 1 out of 10? 
The current state of anime out yeah. of ten. I'm I'm getting I'm gonna I'm gonna give it I'm, a six. Okay, yeah, I was gonna also say a six. <laughs> Cause like I, I don't wanna say it's average because I'm having a lot of fun with it. Obviously we have this channel, but uh Yeah. I don't know. Yes. It's like I, I wanna watch a lot of stuff seasonally, but there's so much bad. Yeah. <laughs> and it's hard to force myself through it even to just discuss it. But um yeah, I don't know. All right, let's hit up uh, another question. Oh, yeah, yeah. So this kind of ties with it. Um, so there was a lot of controversy behind Mother's Basement saying last year might be anime's greatest year ever. And some saying uh, this current season is the greatest season ever. Do you agree with either of those? Um, <laughs> I can no. imagine. I, I know what. <laughs> there's going to be a disagree somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> no to both or just no, no to both so this okay. season has been oh it's been pretty good um but 2018 felt like there was like nothing man like you would have like one or two good shows a season for me anyway yeah um yeah and like it felt kind of clickbait yeah and the shows the shows that were good like um uh, like Megalobox, uh, like you really enjoyed Wotakoi, uh, from like spring 2018, and like My Hero. Nothing that came out last year was really like groundbreaking, right? There was nothing that was yeah. like, oh my god, this is insane, except for maybe Violet Evergarden, because that was a really good yeah. original idea that was really, really well done. But like yeah 2018 was just like the year of sequels and the year of continuing anime that's been going on since like 2000 and the year of like random comfy stuff like yuru camp yeah it was i think 2018 was definitely the slice of life it year. was man there wasn't a lot like uh, even then there wasn't a lot of slice of life that like stood out to me but Still, it was okay. It was decent. I'm not going to say it's the worst season of all time, but I do heavily disagree with it being the best season of all time. Okay, um I I think that I I will have to disagree with uh with last year being the greatest year of anime ever. Like, I mean, even even realistically, like, I have watched more shows in 2018 than any show because I started getting heavily into anime last year. But also, um, like, I, I've seen so many conversation videos where people were like, yo, but like 2007 had Gurren Lagann and death note and it's like dog those two shows alone just body everything from last year but yeah and then like there's so many other things but like um this season though i think the argument for this season being the best season ever is uh that's a strong case and i might back it until like i mean i i can't i can't completely agree until the season's over but I, 
I love so many shows. Like, um, I mean, I, I would have to go through every season of anime <laughs> that has ever come out to really like uh, solidify an answer. But I, I mean, I I would lean more towards this season being the greatest season of anime than last year being the greatest year of anime. This would be this would be my top three for sure um this season um of course like you already said there's like 2007 and then you have uh years like 2002 that were like insanely good um it's really hard for me to place like the top three into best because there in terms of quantity of good shows in season I I will agree that this is the best in terms of that. There are a lot of good shows this season. Good shows that I like watching. Uh, things that I've rated high. Things that I'm currently watching. Like we just have uh, right here on uh, my anime list. In the top six, I'm watching four of them. And one of them, The Roommate is a Cat, I want to watch anyway. And Mob Psycho, I haven't even started. But it's like the most popular one of the season <laughs> and super hype so like yeah like like the the thing is like even to this point we're at episode eight nine ish of the shows and some of them end at 12 most of them i want to say most of them end at 12 so kaguya is god tier comedy like that might really be the show that's made me laugh harder than any other comedy uh, Quintuplets is solid, and it's a harem, and I don't really fuck with that shit, and it's great. Mob Psycho, this season's taking it to the next level. Like, it's been a 10 out of 10 up until maybe the last episode, and I don't even think that last episode can really affect it that much. Dororo, a 10. Uh, Promised Neverland, it's going a little slower than I expected, but I still really like it because I was able to adapt to the style, and it's still a, a really, really good show. Roommate is a Cat's very cute. Um, I mean, it's not 10 out of 10, but it's it's good. It's really good. Shield Hero, I'm still interested, but I'm not like going to give it below a 5 or a 6. So, like, worth watching, at least. Um, you said Domestic Girlfriend's good, which we, I guess, are finally uh, <laughs> going to admit that. Yeah. We might have slipped up by the synopsis of the show and realized it's it's actually a serious good show. Uh... Gigix said, Gigix said he, uh, he read the entire 200 chapters in one day. Wow. He said he was so hooked on it, he read it all. Damn, I, man. I saw his tweet, and I was like, damn, that shit really might be the <laughs> truth. Um, um, domestic Girlfriend is is one of those... Um, yeah, it's pulling away from the question here a little bit, but it's one of those shows where it is a prime example of like not judging a book by its cover. Because when I've read... When I looked at this, and I seen the... Uh, the synopsis and we were talking about shows for this season a few episodes ago i was like yo this is trash this is gonna be trash and you best believe i ain't watching this shit and then yeah, what exactly. ended up happening oh hey it's kind of good oh people have been rating it high well i guess i'll watch the first episode 
The funny thing is that I remember I mentioned quintuplets, and I was like, yeah, man, I started watching quintuplets, and, uh, like, that shit's pretty good, man. And then, like, the next day, you were like, yo, I'm thinking about watching Domestic Girlfriend. <laughs> and, like, at first, we were both like, yeah, we're going to have to watch some bad stuff this season just so that we can, like, balance it out a little bit. And then we both ended up enjoying the shows that we went into expecting to, like, not uh, love. Yeah. And, yeah, they're, they're solid. So, like, that, it, we already were, like, geeking out about this season, and now it's just even crazier. And, like... But, you, have, you have Kakaguri that's like good. A lot of people like it. Um, I haven't seen Kaiji, so I don't have the Kaiji bias or Kaiji. I'm gonna call it the Kaiji tax. It's uh, <laughs> it's a tax you have to pay every time you watch another anime, and the currency that you're using in that tax is your like lack of enjoyment. Uh, <laughs> okay. I uh, I don't have to pay. The Kaiji tax, because I haven't watched Kaiji. So Kakaguri to me was like average, maybe above average. Um, but I definitely feel like with anime like that, if you have seen Kaiji, you probably aren't going to enjoy Kakaguri. It's yeah, I got knee deep in the Kaiji game and... Uh... I don't. I don't know. At this point, I'm like too scared to watch Kakiguri. Yeah, it's like uh, <laughs> when you have a main character that is a gambler who doesn't always win, but then you watch a show whose main character is a gambler that always wins. It's really hard to enjoy. For sure. All right. So you're so you're leaning towards maybe. On the season, but definitely no on the year, or no both ways. Maybe still. on the season because now that you, now that we were talking about it a little more, uh, and I'm looking at the anime list here, there are a lot of shows that have really good, like potential, and are really good. Okay, so like we talked about this the other day, like Boogie Pop was in like the top five, but then the rating dropped really hard. And I think it's because it's a show where all of the episodes need to be out to piece the story together. And you're probably not going to rate it high. If you've only watched like five episodes, because you're not going to understand what the hell's going on. Uh, just because of the way that that is written. So, I feel like when looking at the shows and how many good things are out this season, like you were saying, uh, you started watching Indro the other day, right? Um, And that's not that bad from what I've heard. It's not amazing, but it's not that bad. It's, it's, uh, it's nothing new, but it's, it's good. It's not, it's not what it's rated in my opinion. Yeah. So like, now that I think about what you were saying, you got Boogie Pop, you got Indro, you got uh, Roommate is a Cat, Quintuplets, Domestic Girlfriend, Kakaguri Season 2, Kaguya-sama, a Shield Hero. Uh, there are just so many good shows out this season that it, it would be hard for me to just disagree with it being the best season. Uh, so it's a, it, it's a maybe for me. It, like I said, though, in terms of quantity of good shows, um, if that's what we would talk about, then yes. Uh, it would be the best season, but in terms of like uh, 
lasting impression and quality of those shows. Um, 2007 was really good because Gurren Lagann and Death Note just changed the industry so much. Completely. Yeah. Like, there's that's stuff that's going to be watched, like, even years from and now. And that's what I look at when I'm trying to look at uh, best season stuff is because uh, none of the shows out right now except for maybe Promise Neverland and Mob Psycho, but I haven't watched Mob Psycho, so I can't say for sure, um, have the potential to be industry-changing shows. Yeah. So, and even... I mean, we can't really even... We can't even really say, like, this season particularly is uh, the case with Mob because it's season two. So, like, we can't even really be like, well, Mob season, Mob Psycho season two (laughs) came out in uh, winter of 2019. So, you know, it was the dopest. I think the the two contenders for most original idea that has the potential to change the anime industry in this season would be in my opinion promise neverland and kaguya-sama i completely agree and if that is the case and they blow up and it becomes an obscenely popular like my hero academia style thing for both of them uh then I think I'll give 2019 uh, best season for quality. Um, but it already wins in quantity, so uh, yeah. yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with that maybe. We'll, we'll see how it I is. I think that we'll, we'll, we'll have to do some research, and then when we do our awards of the season, we'll uh, have a more solid answer for you guys. But um, yeah, it's something to definitely look more into because I, I do really love this season. Yeah. But last year, I think we can both agree last year was, like, just okay. Well, yeah, last <laughs> year was, like, uh, there was, like, ten comfy animes. So I was just, like, falling <laughs> asleep the whole season watching stuff. But it was comfortable. It was, yeah, can't it was argue comfy. With that. Was, you didn't have to worry. <laughs> you weren't stressed out that your favorite character was going to die. You just... You know, like, just, like, four girls out camping, uh, you know, like, just chilling. And, you know, you had, like, uh, the anime about the daycare. Uh, <laughs> it was really good, really good season. Gaku and babysitters? Yeah. It was a really good season for just chilling. Uh, How to keep a mommy. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, that, that was dope. <laughs> All right. Um... Yeah, I think like I got a couple more questions, but you know we've been we've been rocking this for a while. So uh... okay, okay, I got one one other really good one, and then we can we can call it an episode. All right. But um, what is the best genre to pair with Etchy? With Etchy? Yeah. Oh man. Oh. This answer is gonna say a lot about you, man. It is. <laughs> Jeez. I, I don't know what my answer is gonna be, so I'm gonna have to do a little bit of uh, a little bit of research first. The best pairing for me for Etchy, if we're talking, if we're talking purely just Etchy and this genre, and the uh, the show doesn't have any other genres. Romance and Etchy. 
Romance and edgy. Because then you can show things that are more PG-13, oriented toward adult things happening, and it's still relevant to the show. Um, Yeah. Like, the beginning of uh, Domestic Girlfriend, for example, uh, I would put that as romance and edgy. It's probably the best form of using it, in my opinion, because it helps build the romance narrative. The worst use of it, in my opinion, though, if I can flip that around for that part of the question, the worst use of it, in my opinion, is either going to be an action or comedy. Wow. My, um... Oh, yeah, 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 you're right, you're right. Action, action definitely takes the cake for worst. I think it's... That shit is ridiculous. I think it's not (laughs) that good in comedy because unless it's specifically used as a satire, um, it usually comes off as like uh, a really funny moment followed by a half-naked girl followed by funny moment followed by a half-naked girl. I mean... Basically kill la kill. Yeah. Pretty much. I didn't like (laughs) Kill the Kill that much because I like the concept. It's one of those, like, you like it on paper, you don't like it when you watch it. Um, There was, uh, I forget her name, I always forget her name, but she's got uh, Jotaro's outfit as her, like, fighting thing, her fighting get-up. And I loved her, but the rest of the characters... I don't know. It just wasn't that good for me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm gonna say the best is probably romance. Uh, I just, if you want an example of bad, etchy, anything, just watch the uncensored Sinner and Kagura that was like two seasons ago. It was garbage. It was literally girls with anime tits out fighting each other the entire show with clothes ripped. God. <laughs> Yeah, I I think that at, when you get action, it's like you are forcing these, like, it's already unrealistic uh, dumb shit, but you add an action and then you have, like, the boobs dodging bullets in High School of the Dead type of stuff, yeah. and it's like, uh, okay, I don't know whoever needed that, but, um. <laughs> okay, I think I would. Di- I think I would disagree with the comedy thing, because like prison school was pretty good, and well, I I wouldn't say pretty good, but it was okay. And then um, like sometimes with Konosuba. Yeah, but what about uh, what about the uh, <laughs> I just thought about this. What about the uh, uh fuck, this that I have open right here. <laughs> Food Wars, yeah. Isn't that a good oh. example of, like, conda comedy etchy that isn't that good? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it, it sucks because I heard it was etchy done right. <laughs> like, that's, that's what I went into 
uh, that show with the thought of, and like people will die by that, right? So I started watching it, and like I, I only got halfway through the first episode, and like I had to turn the TV down in the living room because. I felt like I was going to wake my girlfriend up and her think that I was watching just extremely hardcore porn. <laughs> and it was just it was just a girl enjoying food that the dude, the main character was presenting with his dad. And she was just like really liking the food. And I was like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is, is going on with people? But like. I, I think the concept of the show still sounds cool, and I, and I might just have to be in a certain mood. But it really threw me off because, I yeah, I don't know. It was scary. It was some scary stuff. But it, I think it was completely serious, though. Like, I don't know if it was, like, trying to be funny about <laughs> right. it. I think it was just like, this food's so good, and I don't have any other way to portray that it's that good. So... I guess I'm going to have her scream at the top of her lungs for, uh, like, a whole minute. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> but, yeah, I, that shit was weird, man. But, yeah, I, I would say I'll defend comedy, but action is definitely the worst. Yeah. yeah, action just throws in reasons for girls to have their clothes getting ripped off in the battle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's just, like... Okay, it's just a big, just a big eye roll the whole it's time. It's like for me, those type of shows are like the clickbait of anime. It's yeah. like, oh hey, look at big titty anime girl that's gonna have her clothes ripped off. If you like that, watch this show. And then I, the 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 thing that kills me is every season there's thousands of people that love it and give it high ratings. Yeah, and I'm just like, I don't know, man. Like you're looking at the top etchy shows right here. I'm glad No Game No Life is up there because that show is etchy, but like it's also really good. But then you got High School of the Dead in number three. You got fucking High School <laughs> DXD in number six. You got Food Is that Seven Deadly Sins? Yeah. Which yeah. that show didn't really have that much etchy stuff until Merlin showed up, and then it was nonstop etchy shit. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, Prison school is up there. <laughs> Prison schools is is uh I don't know. It it's like when you can pass your etchy stuff as like kind of a joke to me, then I can then I can at least watch it without like feelings you know like I I don't really know how to explain it. Yeah. Like when it's in a comedy light, I'm like, okay, like when Konosuba do, does something like when ridiculous. darkness does anything <laughs> yeah i'm like i'm like okay that's also hilarious but uh yeah i don't know i it's not a genre i'm i have yet uh been trying to personally dive into um i'm still kind of on the i would just i would just watch hentai at that point yeah <laughs> yeah but um yeah, I don't know. There's some. There are some exceptions, but yeah, a action takes the cake. That's the answer. That's it. Yeah, and that'll do it <laughs> for this episode. Um, I think next episode we had a really fun idea where we were gonna just go through and read reviews on certain shows. Um, some some that just make us laugh on shows we like, and some that are just like 
the worst shows rated on my anime yeah. list. Um, so we'll uh, we'll jump into that and um, future stuff. We still want to do the horror one, but we still need to watch uh, a couple things that the other haven't seen yet. And then we'll jump into that one. We we want to make that one probably I would think like a couple hours at least. Yeah. We're gonna do uh, um, we're gonna do the uh, one where we look at each of our top fives and give like a mini review on them. Oh yeah, that's gonna be cool. Um, we were thinking about doing biweekly on the podcast, but I'm thinking maybe we could do like a like serious heavy research one and then a fun one that's just like a quick uh hey what's up let's chat do questions and stuff like that and then like you know we'll um jump into the other stuff but uh yeah that's all i got you got anything i'm good this is pretty good episode i think yeah I, I, there were a lot of questions I ran across in the forums that were just like I was like, man, I can't, I can't wait to see what this dude <laughs> responds. Yeah. But uh, all right, guys, uh, that wraps it up. We're at uh, like a hundred minutes, so we will catch you next week. Yeah. At ten thirty down next week, uh, you can catch us all on our Twitter handles here. It's uh, where we're mostly active. Yep, Snorlaxicus, and uh, it's actually Scuba Drop. Oh, yeah? For mine. I don't know why I had Dive. But I th- I feel like I read that, and I've read it this whole time, and I, and I think that that might be on the other episodes, but maybe not. I don't know. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, Scu- at Scuba Drop on Twitter. Um, check us out. But we will we will catch you guys next week. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks for watching. Give a thumbs up, subscribe, all that stuff. All of it. We want 10 million likes 10 on this one. I know it. likes. 10 billion. <laughs> I know it's crazy, but we want 10 billion likes on this video. If we get 10 billion likes on this video, I'm changing my son's name to Batman. <laughs> if we get 10 billion likes on this episode, I'll make an etchy action <laughs> anime just for you guys. <laughs> Oh, God. (laughs) All right. uh, See you guys later.